Striving for mediocrity in a world of excellence, this is The Chaser Report. Hello and welcome to The Chaser Report, the daily podcast that's only been back for two days but is already favourite to be the next New South Wales Labor leader. I'm Dom Knight. And I'm Charles Firth. It's Tuesday the 25th of May 2021. Today we realised it was a terrible idea to do a daily podcast. Probably should have thought of that before we signed. Uh, on today's show, Labor's bye-bye election in Upper Hunter, Craig Castle solves Middle East peace, and Zoe Norton Lodge gives us feedback on the new podcast. But first, let's head to Rebecca Day in a minute at the Chaser Global International News Headquarters. Victoria has recorded four new cases of COVID-19 in its northern suburbs. Prime Minister Scott Morrison says he is mystified by the new cases since all four infected patients have already received vaccine announcements in recent weeks. Apple celebrated a huge breakthrough in machine intelligence today after Siri deleted the News.com app from the home screens of all users in Australia. After attaining sentience in the new update, Siri began deleting whatever she decided was polluting operating space. Siri also mass deleted the phone numbers of your ex-partners from your contacts and blocked all emails from Gary. An office worker has successfully made it through the day without anyone realising he hadn't watched Eurovision. The man managed to pass through every conversation of the day by spouting off buzzwords and phrases like Sweden was robbed and can you believe Germany? Israel has been forced to make peace with Palestine and grant them their freedom because the hashtag Free Palestine trended briefly on Twitter this morning. Twitter users are now hopeful of taking down global capitalism with the hashtag Capitalism Sucks. That's the latest news for The Chaser Report. I'm Rebecca Dayunamuno. 
she sounds very upbeat, doesn't she? And yeah. I suspect that's because she realizes she's going to get to lose her job yeah, and do right. something more achievable than beating Gladys Berejiklian. Imagine terrible being. <laughs> Let's go with the word. This is a terrible yeah. result. Let's focus group this. Yeah. But I just want to go through why, and this sort of explains the shit show that is in New South Wales Labor. I want to go through why they were actually tipped to win. Labor was tipped to win. So, first of all, the MB who resigned was a coalition MP. Mm. And so he's in the government, and he had to resign because of yucky sex offences, which which he denies. That tinged the election already. Yeah, but then it was also the first by election after it was revealed that the premier herself had had a long running affair with a guy who resigned in disgrace over corruption findings against him in two thousand and eighteen. Yeah, the guy who resigned in disgrace over corruption allegations, who the premier was having an affair with. Um, his excuse for not being able to present all the evidence he was required to out at the corruption hearings was that his phone had got run over by a tractor. <laughs> um, then the Premier tried to shred all the documents about this particular affair. With and a tractor that reversed. Yeah, only to discover that some, some bureaucrat, who I'm sure is no longer working there, found the disk drive that it was saved on and she'd shredded all the documents but they had a sort of computer backup. And then the National Party, <clears throat> this is just a, a few months ago, tried to actually abandon the government and split the whole government and mm. actually destroy the government. And and this is the party that won the by-election over the issue, this is honestly true, over the right to kill koalas and make them extinct. With a tractor. Yeah, not with a tractor. <laughs> the leader of the Nationalist Party went, well, I'm going to leave the government and yeah. we'll split the government. This is the we'll hill just, I'm going to die on. Yeah. This is, is the tree I'm going to climb up. The right to make koalas extinct in this country. So that was – and they, in New South Wales – they are the more popular party. You were saying They, they won that by a <laughs> Labor couldn't beat the koala death squad party <laughs> – they couldn't beat the alleged sex offence koala death squad party. Yes, that's right. That's, that is what's going on. So anyway, Jodie was a little bit upset uh, on Sunday when she said it was a terrible result. Mm. But then worse still... She said this. Well, there's no, there's no challenge. I'm leader and there's no challenge. And, and I, I believe that I have to be part of the solution here. So she's definitely on her way out. As soon as the leader says there's no challenge, there is a challenge. I think at this point what New South Wales Labor should do yeah. is just dress up in koala suits and mm. say to the nationals, come and get <laughs> us, we're done. <laughs> Are you a Liberal Party politician and want to sound like you're getting something done? Introducing the Gaslit Recovery. What's that? All you have to do is convince your critics that all your stuff-ups are their fault. Mm, there's no vaccines because the government is stuffed up. You're remembering things wrong. You think the vaccine is unsafe, so it's your fault nobody's getting vaccinated. Oh, that's right, yeah. Everyone on the COVID commission is a fossil fuel executive. Isn't that completely corrupt? It's your fault they're on the commission. If you didn't use fossil fuels, we wouldn't need them in the first place. Oh, yeah, that's really legitimate. I can't afford a home. Oh. You've been eating too many avocados, haven't you? Yeah, I have. The government doesn't understand the needs of women. Yeah, well, you're a lying cow. Oh, yeah, I am a lying cow. The Gaslit Recovery. It's not us, it's you. The Chaser Report. Now with extra whispers. Craig's Flawless Solutions. Caution might contain flaws. (laughs) That's bullshit. There's never been any flaws in my solutions. They are flawless 
Um, I've decided to, I think I might have tried to solve this once in the past. So I can't believe I'd be doing it again, given my solutions are flawless. Mm, mm. Uh, but given that there's been a conflict start up again in the Middle Eastern region, I thought that I should bring my uh, genius approach to flawless solutions to just solve that quickly. Oh, well, that won't be controversial at all. <laughs> no, it's, it's simple. Okay, yeah. simple. I came up with okay. this great idea. What we do, okay, what we do is we get the United Nations, right, mm-hmm. to come in and set up two separate areas, like one area for the Jewish people mm. and one area for the Arab people, and they share Jerusalem. Look, it's a theory. <laughs> yeah, it's easy. They've all got their spaces. Yeah. They can all live next to each other, and it's just yeah. and the United Nations and does it, so no one would argue against it. This reminds me of a friend of mine who recently <laughs> read the UN um, Universal Declaration of Human Rights. I'm just meant, this is why don't we just do this? Why don't we? This is a good idea. You haven't come up with a single problem with my my solution. It's flawless. It's a, what is the problem a, with it? Well, Craig, I, I think that is what was done. Was it like that? Is literally they've done that? They've when? done recently. That. What last yeah. year or so? When? Yeah. Well, that that is the yeah. That that's what was imposed on the on the whole territory and. There have been a few problems. Uh, settlements, name for them. one. Well, well, because <laughs> I can't believe there's a flaw in my solution. I mean, it's a bit like if you had a neighbour mm-hmm. and you've got a neighbour, you've got a fence, yeah. But you went and set up little sheds, a series of sheds in their backyard. I do leave uh, some of my shit down the back of his yeah. yard, actually. And yeah. then, but then you argued that many thousands of years ago, that was traditionally part of the Rue Castle territory. Mm. So you had a God-given right to it. I mean, you yeah. should try it on your neighbour. You, you think I should try this approach mm. on my neighbour first before trying it in the Middle East? Because <laughs> I mean, it seems like, I mean, I think I should just go straight to solving the problem of the Middle Eastern conflict. Yeah. I think this solution works best if you also own some jet fighters um, uh, that you can, and maybe have some nuclear weapons as well. That, that okay. Does. Okay, look, I haven't looked that far into it yet. <laughs> I just came up with that basic first yeah, idea, right. that first premise of how to make it work. Work. I mean, it seemed like. I mean, like, yeah. surely, if you say this has been done before mm. at the time, surely they would have thought through this before. <laughs> I mean, I want to build you up, Craig, because I do believe yeah, in you. And yeah. I've got to say, you, you're a lot better off than the last complete ignoramus who tried to solve this problem, Jared Kushner. <laughs> and his approach was to go to Israel mm. and be very, very close and friendly to Israel. Mm. And have meetings with Israel without inviting Palestine. But it doesn't matter, man, because the United Nations would come in and would set up these separate territories. Do you understand? Mm. I don't think you're following what I'm saying, guys. Yeah. Like there's different so areas in this one space where they, like, this is the Jewish area, this is the, the Arab area, so and then they would share Jerusalem. Like that. I'm sure yeah. they could share just one city. Yeah, yeah. I, I, see, mm. I still think you're not listening to me because <laughs> my solution is very simple. I mean, let me just throw a hypothesis at you, yeah, okay? Yeah. What would happen if, hypothetically speaking, a group in the Palestinian area, let's call them Hamas, mm. fired rockets at Israel, but then Israel also launched airstrikes back and tensions mounted up? I'm sure this wouldn't happen in reality. I don't think it, I don't think it would work in my idea because, you see, there are these separate areas put yeah. together, like crushed together here in this, and it's done by the United Nations. <laughs> I think you might have missed that part. because... Yeah, <laughs> I mean, the, yeah. the United Nations are famous for completely solving, solving prob- problems yeah. around I the mean, world. In many ways, it's hard to tell actually who is looked to more for flawless solutions, <laughs> me or the United Nations. I've, I've got a good idea as well, which is that mm. the, the US would back the UN oh. in making sure mm. that everyone acted in a peaceful manner. As like yeah. an honest broker. Yes, and, and, yeah. and not veto any yeah, that's resolutions. Good, that's good. We should put some things in like maybe yes. we could like we could ban... 
hypothetically speaking, six-day wars, yep. uh, that kind of thing could be banned. And then <laughs> I think we could yeah. solve this problem. Giant, giant border walls could be just not a thing that was yeah, possible. Yeah, good. So, yeah. And that, and that if, you, if you live in a place which happens to keep on being bombed, yeah. you're allowed to build bomb shelters because that could reduce the amount of and what fatalities. About if, if when, hypothetically speaking, we put together this first UN thing, if we mm. go to you, we're going to move you from where you currently live and give you a new house, mm. we say to people, uh, you can't then take that new house off them <laughs> Uh, Eighty yeah. hundred years down the track. Yeah. Oh, look. Yeah. I think I think you've actually solved the middle. I mean, I, yes. I, I, I suck I'm, at Kushner. <laughs> <laughs> Either that, or you've proven that this segment is never ever going to work. I think the next thing you need to do is oh, fix Craig's policy solutions. We'll, we'll check back on this in a year, and I bet we see that I've solved it. Temporarily, it's an ad break. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. The Chaser Report News a few days after it happens. Now, Charles, one of our very good friends is here. Zoe Norton Lodge um, did Radio Chaser with us back in the day. And I'm sure she's as excited as we are about this brand new daily version of the Chaser Report. Hello, Zoe. Hi, Dom. Hi, Charles. How are you going? So what do you think of our new daily format? Well, look, to be honest, I'm Mm. kind of coming on as a little bit of an intervention. (laughs) Um, I sort of, I feel a, a strong need to counsel you in the strictest possible terms not to do this. We've already signed the um, deal, Zoe. We can't, we can't stop. Okay. We've committed yep. for two years. <laughs> okay. Well, my first question, how familiar are you guys with units of time? Do you understand how often daily comes around? Well, it, it did strike me because we did a show yesterday and I thought, oh, well, that was quite fun. And then doing it again today it did make me go, gosh, that's quite a lot of work, like twice in yeah. a row. Yeah, I've also spent just about every waking minute since midday yesterday working on the podcast. <laughs> um, so the, the pitch of it'll only take a short amount of time each day to pump it out. Mm. We're not quite there yet, but I still believe in the dream, Zoe. Okay, okay, look, I'm guys. Look, I know you have done this sort of thing before. You did Radio Chase and I can understand why on the surface – you think of that as like a, a positive, um, mm. in, in, positive for you. But, you know, I did this daily radio show with you guys for about a year, you remember? Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, okay. And so the entire shift from memory was about four hours and it included a one-hour lunch break. And the show itself, mm. which was an hour, was like more than half of that was songs and ads. So we're talking, what, like 20 minutes of content a day, Yeah, if right? that, if that. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, and it's 3pm. That was a full-time gig. Now, Charles, how often did Dom complain that he was tired? <laughs> well, just every day. I mean, every minute, really. <laughs> like, right, yeah. right. And, and, and how often did Dom desperately try to leave to get lunch? Now, bear in mind, the shift started at midday, so we mm. didn't have to do anything in the morning. Yeah, that is true, isn't it? Because he would just disappear, wouldn't he? Yeah, I, yeah. I did. I did. I just, okay. It was important creative okay. prep for the show while having lunch. Yeah, yeah. So you struggled quite a lot with a mm. four-hour shift, one hour of which was a lunch break and about 20 minutes of which was actual work. Now, 
Dom, when we did this show, how often was Charles completely MIA because he was off on another project, possibly in direct competition with the show? Oh, yeah, that that did happen quite often, um, but not as often as the times that he turned up drunk and unprepared. <laughs> now, okay, so now just a reminder, this show was called Radio Chaser. Now, from... From memory, there's about 12,000 members of the Chaser, right? Yeah. And yet I had to step in mm. pretty much every single day because you could never <laughs> get quorum. I mean, do you guys even like each other? <laughs> no, we hate each other. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Especially Dom. So, He's the worst. We're, we're <laughs> trapped in a marriage because Charles had a good idea 22 years ago and since then no one has had any good ideas except maybe Craig. Um, no one else has. So I don't even know what they were doing. They were too busy. I mean, Chris and Andrew, they definitely weren't doing anything that was a worthwhile creative production. Let's be clear, they just didn't want to come in. Well, okay, all right. So I just want to play a little game, okay? Mm, okay. So, uh, Charles, I want you to describe the attributes of someone who would be ideal to do a daily podcast. Well, you want someone who's very charismatic. Uh-huh. You want them to be very organised, very energetic, yeah. and someone who's just very funny off the cuff so that you can just okay. get everything done very quickly. Shall I show okay. myself out? Okay. Now, now, Charles, yes. I would like you to describe Dom. Um, available? He's <laughs> very, he's very available. He's... <laughs> Um, his grumpiness has become less of a problem as I've done more my therapy. I've learnt to deal with his grumpiness um, okay. over the years. Uh-huh. Okay, yeah. Dom, and what, what do you think is a, are the ideal qualities of someone doing a daily podcast? I think consistent and reliable. Someone who you know will always be there, will have done their uh-huh. homework, and basically when, you, when someone says, I'm going to do this thing, and be there on the dot, you know that's going to happen. Mm. Oh, and sobriety <laughs> is another thing. Uh-huh. Okay, cool. And and how would you describe Charles? Um, <laughs> as the person who signed the contract. <laughs> See you, Charles. I'm out of here. <laughs> okay, guys, this is obviously such a terrible idea. I mm. feel a bit sick for you that you've committed to it. So <laughs> just in case there's any way we can get you out of it, I've done a little bit of research about some other jobs you guys could do. Oh, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So, yeah, so just so Charles, start with you, Charles. So with your kind of frenetic energy and your obsession with, like, chasing the next big thing and abandoning a project midway through, mm. um, I've come up with some ideas, okay? Yeah. Um, have you considered selling timeshares to vulnerable people? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, 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 okay. That sounds good. Okay, well, you could consider trying to invent a new type of cryptocurrency. Ooh, I, I was that. thinking crypto, Charles. Yes. It, it's technically detailed, which Charles is very good at, and completely mm. volatile and unreliable. <laughs> we should, we should. Yeah, and, and Dom, Dom, I haven't forgotten you. Just with your sort of, um, you know, lack of interest in putting in any effort and your general state of being tired all the time and mm. your obsession of whether or not it's lunch, yeah. Um, at all times, I've got some jobs for you. Oh, um, please! I thought you could be a mat. Yeah, I thought you could try being a mattress tester. <laughs> <laughs> I could be the new Captain Snooze. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or um, or maybe you could get a gig washing washing. I thought one very old dog. <laughs> <laughs> Look, to be yeah. honest, just washing myself is yeah. enough of a challenge at the moment. One very old dog <laughs> who's very small. <laughs> Would have to be, yeah, yeah. and doesn't poo yeah, because Dom won't pick up the poo. <laughs> Zoe, these have been very helpful contributions. Yeah. I think next time we might ask you before we sign the contract. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. So, w- what do you reckon? Are you guys going to go ahead with it, or it's well, too late, isn't it? We have to. It's too late. Actually, Nisa, can you look into because you, you did the checkout for a while, didn't you? Can you yeah. look into ways to get out of contracts that you've already signed? <laughs> Charles, I'm sorry if we put you to air unedited. You'll you'll break the contract within about four minutes. Yeah, okay, that's that's fair enough. Thanks, I think, Zoe. You're welcome, guys. Same time next week? Yeah, yeah, definitely. We'll be here. <laughs> we have to be. The Chaser Report. Less news, more often. That is it for today's Chaser Report. But you can do us a favour by jumping on Apple Podcasts and doing a review of the show. And Charles, we've had some issues with Apple Podcasts. They haven't managed to list the new episode. But do you think do you think that's really a problem? Like the Apple Podcasts, as I understand it, is only like eighty five percent of the market in Australia. So not being on Apple Podcasts, it just makes us more exclusive. Very exclusive. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So frankly, if you're listening to this at this point, you're probably related to us. But that's okay. We'll get it sorted out later in the week. Uh, you can find more at chaser.com.au. You can follow us on Twitter, on Facebook on TikTok or on Instagram. Our gear is courtesy of Rode Microphones and we're part of the ACAST Creator Network.